Welcome to Top Shelf Tech. Today we are joined by Tony Shaw from um, Snowflake. Tony, you're the New Zealand sales director here. I don't think we could be um, discussing this with uh, any better timing. Uh, before we get into Snowflake, though, uh, you've been described as the data, uh, the doctor of data in New Zealand. Could you tell us how you came to get that nickname? Oh, it's just through a long um, uh, affiliation and association with uh, with Mike Jenkins, obviously the founder of uh, the Instillery, um, and uh, yeah, he's. Uh, coined that term so uh, yeah so we'll call that online bullying or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. look um tony thanks a lot for joining us today uh very exciting time for you guys um I, you know ip ipo'd overnight really um we we obviously can't talk too much about that but um yeah uh, a massive ipo um massively you know watched I, I think from a market perspective um and probably the first one in quite some time in this uh, or maybe at all in this cloud data space yeah and it's super exciting it's um, obviously again uh, because we're a listed company now there's only certain things we can talk around but um it's fantastic for snowflake for the employees for the customers and i guess it's really a testament to um the capabilities and the growth that we're seeing and also to the customer adoption really um if the customers didn't adopt it or if we weren't a platform that can do things differently and allow customers to do things that they could never do before then we wouldn't have such a high valuation or a high um, customer uptake so it's really exciting uh, and it's exciting for um, for our customers as well and young company relatively young company uh ga'd in 2015 i think uh, spent three years in stealth uh, sort of before that it's quite a journey yeah. typically means there's quite a problem you guys were set up to solve where did it all start? What was that problem? How did the founders, you know, what, what, what did they set out to achieve with Snowflake? Yeah, the, um, the founders were um, uh, a couple of French guys. Um, they were deep in the bowels of Oracle and the technical optimization side of things. And they just realized that there's a limitation of the on-premises platforms and the capabilities, the restrictions that it puts on the ability to analyze large volumes of data and to allow organizations to make decisions faster and so they um, uh, formed uh, Snowflake in 2012. Uh, as you say, the first product went GA in 2015. Uh, and since then, we've got you know, around about 3,000 customers, you know, global offices. We opened the office in New Zealand in May of last year. Uh, and we've got about 40 customers on, on board already, which is phenomenal when they're ranging from you know, small tech startups, um, which are taking on the world, guys like Timely. Um, we've got you know, large global tech companies. Uh, we've got retail banks. We've got retailers. We've got that broad spectrum of, of organizations in New Zealand. Uh, and we're building out this network and this community of organizations to, to share what's working and, and how to um, you know, draw more value from your analytics. Cool. So, um, so a couple of French guys working in Oracle, they're going to do some data stuff. They're going to do it in cloud, so you get rid of the um, some of the processing restrictions and storage restrictions you might have on on premise. In very simple terms, what is Snowflake? What does it do? What does it replace out of what I maybe currently have? Or what's the um, what's the sort of uh, that point where you'd say if you're a customer and you're looking to solve this problem, this is this is Snowflake. Snowflake at its heart, it's a cloud data platform. Um, and what we mean by that is it's a, it's a data platform that can uh, handle any analytic workloads, you know, whether that's your traditional BI or data warehousing workloads, whether it's a data lake workload, data applications, anything of analytical nature is right into Snowflake's wheelhouse. And the problems that 
we're solving. And we see this all the time in New Zealand is um, the legacy on-premises platforms, you know, they're very constrained. You know, you've got limitations that you have to prioritise workloads so you can run an ETL job, but you can't run month end. Or you tell your data science guys, can you just, you know, wait till 3 a.m. on a Thursday to run that workload? Because the platforms just weren't designed to do that. So you've got all this contention of workloads. Uh, you've got a rigid costs where people are buying three years in advance because, you know, that's how you had to size for the largest peak workload. Um, and you also start to see diversity of data. So people building out data lakes, they're building out data warehouses, they're building out data marts, and they're federating all of this information, which is the exact opposite of what people want to be able to do. You know, the marketing guys want to be able to look at, well, what's my uh, retention rates? What's the churn? You know, what is the segmentation that I want to drive from my customer base? The finance guys want to look at exactly the same information. They want to look at how do I close my books faster? What's the profitability per product, per customer? So it's this overlap of information where all of the different business units want to access that single source of information, but they can't because it's been federated and, and pushed around the organisation. So what Snowflake does is it allows all of that information to be brought together uh, and brought together in a really cost-effective manner so that people can drive faster analytics across all those different business units without having to choose who's more important or to federate that information. So you mentioned a few different user groups within an organisation, within a business that might um, get benefit from Snowflake. Is Snowflake something where, you know, that's relatively easy for them to plug in their BI tools, their analytics tools and kind of get their results? Do you need data, a team of data scientists? Do you need a team of data engineers? What's the, what's the sort of model for Snowflake and how does it show up to the business consumers who are actually going to be the people that get value out of that data? I guess there's a, there's a couple of core tenants which um, I guess underpin Snowflake. Mm. One is that it's that analytic platform to support all those analytic workloads. It's a SQL engine at heart, so it's very easy to find uh, resources in the market. It's very easy for people to pick up and run with. So there's not a huge uh, adoption time to get value from the platform. And because it's cloud-based and it's a true platform delivered as a service, that means you don't need to worry about any of the infrastructure, you don't need to worry about any of the security, any of the tuning, any of those sorts of things. And we take it a step further that you, know, you don't need to have an army of DBAs managing it or performance tuning it or optimising it for certain workloads. So what that allows is those different communities or different user groups that we're talking around to access and drive value from the data rather than having an army of techies having to manage and you know, optimise it. And from a cloud perspective, uh, do you guys operate on your own cloud platform? Uh, do you um, deploy this into, if I'm an AWS customer, do I deploy this into my own AWS uh, tenant? What's the model um, around that, Is it, you know, pure SaaS? Um, how, how do you deploy Snowflake? Yeah, it's delivered as a service. Um, and we're true multi-cloud. So we um, run in AWS, we run in Azure, and we run in Google. Uh, the nearest facilities for us in New Zealand are AWS and Azure uh, in Sydney. Um, and it's a service, so it's the same whether you're on AWS, or whether you're in Azure, or when you're in Google, um, and we connect into all of those different ecosystems. So we, we only run in public cloud, uh, but we've got a huge number of tech partners, both the cloud vendors themselves, but also the, the tool vendors to get the data into Snowflake, to manipulate it into the right shape, uh, and also the BI tools, you know, the Tableaus, the Power BIs, SciSense, those sorts of uh, connectivity.
And we also got the, the connectivity for the data science guys, uh, you know, connectivity into Spark and Python and R and allow people to drive those really deep predictive models, uh, but use the power of Snowflake to, um, to drive that inside. So all of those different workloads can run all at the same time and nobody has to choose or prioritise which is more important. Cool. And um, from a local market perspective, you've been uh, you've been here. You said since uh, May last year. What's uptake uh, uptake been like in New Zealand? Who are some of the kind of companies that are using it? And what are the what, um, are there some stories that you can share around? You know, I, I guess what it's um, what Snowflake's been able to do in their businesses. Yeah, um, we've probably got about forty uh, plus customers in New Zealand now um, since we opened in May, um, and. We're building out this networking community. We're running user groups. We're running a huge amount of training. We've probably trained uh, 120 odd people in Snowflake over the last 12 months. Um, and we've had a number of user groups. Uh, we had Spark um, talking about their journey at, at a recent user group and how they're moving from on-premises platforms to the cloud and how that they're positioning Snowflake as that cloud as that cloud data platform across their business. Across the entire business? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, and we've got a number of um, different divisions within Spark or user. Yep. Uh, Turners and Growers recently spoke at one of our user groups, um, and they were migrating off some of their uh, legacy SAP platforms. And they were talking around some of the profitability reports that they were running, and, and they were taking things like eight minutes on just a subset of the data, whereas in Snowflake it was running in eight seconds across you know two years of historical data. So the insights that they can drive and how they can operationalize that into their pack houses uh, is driving new insights that they could just never do before. Does that change the way businesses start to think about data? So instead of going, I, I could never, you know, I'm not even going to think about this thing because if this takes eight minutes, this will take 18 minutes, this will take eight days or eight years. Does it sort of flip the mindset and people start going, oh, actually, I, I, might, I might try something new here. What, what do you see in terms of... Um, that kind of uh, thinking Definitely. and changing customers. Definitely. It, it takes away from them. I don't need to worry about the platform infrastructure and managing it. And it allows organizations to try sandboxes, to try uh, out new analysis, see if there's value, and then productionize it. Um, but because it's got the performance, you can start to combine those big data platforms as well as the traditional BI and analytics platforms. Because what we found was, you know, data warehouses of old, they couldn't handle the performance and the volume of data and the velocity of data and the volume of users on it. So people built out these data lakes or big Hadoop clusters and things mm. like that, uh, or to, uh, platforms to analyze semi-structured data, some of your IoT or your JSON and things like that. But what that did is it actually federated the information. You can never link the two together. With Snowflake, we're bringing that all together so you can have your data science guys running really in-depth models, but linking that to a customer to say, well, what was the propensity on that specific customer and what is the interaction and the operationalization of an action to do something to, to drive either cross-sell or upsell? So you're allowing more users to do more things with more data a lot faster than they could previously ever do. So it sounds like you guys are getting some uh, some good momentum, good use cases, user groups, you know, which is great. People see, uh, you know, sharing stories of success and actually... I think, you know, personally, I find that that's one of the things that you, you know, you hear a story, you go, well, actually, that's kind of interesting. It doesn't directly apply to my business, but I could see how, you know, some of that thinking we could potentially use and, um, and, and um, you know, change what we're doing. So good stuff happening, good use cases. What's next for you guys? What's next for Snowflake globally? And what are you thinking, uh, you know, in New Zealand, um, the impact of, uh, of technology like Snowflake could be? Uh, we're, we're seeing a huge impact um, or interest in some of the data sharing capabilities. Um, one of the unique capabilities of Snowflake is the ability to share data 
without having to move data around. And every organization is sharing data of some sort, whether it's via FTP or through cloud buckets or APIs. But what that means is you have to um, find the data, you have to extract the data, move the data, and then the recipient who's receiving that data has to do the exact same stuff in reverse. So the data is stale the minute it leaves your organization. That's not super secure. And also, it doesn't have that tight governance. Once you've sent it, it's gone. So what we've got with Snowflake is the ability to share data really fast and seamlessly without moving the data. So it's live. Um, and we're seeing a huge amount. We're seeing organizations uh, monetizing that data. So we've got a um, uh, an organization that shares data between insurers and um, themselves. Yep. Um, and what they do is they actually monetize that as well as providing their core services. So we're seeing monetization of data. Um, we had a uh, recent um, a webinar with um, Les Mills, yep. and they're using some of the COVID data that we put up into our marketplace to augment that with some of their own internal data to look at, well, what's the impact of COVID across some of the US operations and things like that. So, so you actually have a, a marketplace for data as well where Snowflake is getting data sets and sharing that with your customers that they can consume and augment with their own data sets. Yes, well, we provide the platform for yep. organisations to share their data. So organisations like FactSet, like uh, S&P Global, mm. um, are putting information up there so that other organisations can seamlessly access it and drive the value with their data and this marketplace of data. Sounds great. Sounds slightly scary as well. So let's just hone in very quickly. You mentioned governance. You mentioned security. Uh, we've, of, of course, you know, there's always a horror story around S3 buckets being left open and data, you know, leaching out to where it shouldn't be. Uh, what does Snowflake do specifically around, uh, you know, governance as you mentioned it and securing data in particular when you're in those sharing arrangements? Um, well, it's up to the uh, consumers and the providers to determine what data they put up there. But there's ways to share it in a secure manner so that you know, you've got data masking across certain information if you need to. You've got the uh, ability to uh, audit and check who's queried what, when, where and how. So you've got that auditability and traceability as well as the core security built in. And we've got the usual sort of security you'd expect, things like HIPAA for um, health information in the US, PCI, ISO 2701. Um, you know, our SOC reports are um, you know, bulletproof. You know, we've got a really fantastic security story. Because we were built for the cloud and security was baked in from day one, we've considered the security stance and posture to make sure it's really, really robust as people move from on-premises to the cloud or when they migrate some of the um, legacy cloud platforms. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks a lot for joining us today. And, um, you know, uh, not every time we, uh, every day we get a doctor in here, especially not <laughs> a doctor of data. Uh, so great to have you along. Again, perfect timing. I'm sure there's probably plenty of people watching that have been sitting on hatch overnight, you know, had a refresh and watching the um, way things go. So, yeah, really, um, really cool, exciting times for you. Thanks a lot for joining us. Fantastic. Hey, thanks for um, inviting me in. Really enjoyed it. Cool. And thank you all for joining us on Top Shelf Tech today.